Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, Philip answers your questions, including why is Bitcoin better than Dogecoin? How does Bitcoin have value? It's not backed up by anything. And what stocks do you like at this time? Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. All right. This is a new formatted show. I'm going to a daily show. I have over the last month to six weeks, maybe even two months, have been getting a deluge of financial questions. And I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, more people than ever are interested in investing in, in, in all types of asset class, whether it be stocks, crypto. I mean, p- people in my life who I've work out with who, who are not really cli- you know, necessarily clients, but family members, uh, people who I work out with um, have really been getting in, interested in investing, uh, which is which is which is great. Right. I think a, a big reason for uh, the wealth gap that we have in society today is the lack of people understanding that if you if you're in a capitalistic system, then you have to learn how to use your capital wisely um, um, or, you know, the wealth gap gets bigger. So I'm, I'm super excited. What I'm also finding is, you know, just like, you know, everybody, when everybody learns something new, we go down our, we, we go down our journey, you know, of, of learning uh, and nobody knows everything. Right. But early on, uh, you know, there's some f- f- foundational fundamentals that you learn over time that are just time tested and true that you learn through losing lots of money. And so, um, you know, my hope is for this daily podcast to, as I'm getting these questions that I'm asked all the time, I can put them out uh, daily, uh, give some updated thoughts on what's going on with the market and help people build that good foundation, um, you know, fundamental foundation, right? Which is no different than what I've been doing with my podcast and, and uh, uh, before, but this is just a daily format to help uh, make sure I don't miss lots of questions that I get on a daily basis. So let's, let's roll right into it. We're going to, we're going to just go through a basic market recap of the major markets that I look at, um, you know, every day, every week. And so gold last week um, actually had like an amazing week. It, ha- it hasn't had a, a great, you know, uh, one year or, you know, five year um, time period. It's It's been positive, which is, which is good. But gold um, hasn't re- really been the money printing inflation hedge. Uh, that it normally has been. Dow Jones, you know, was, you know, came in, you know, second as far as returns for the week. Um, the Bitcoin index was up. S&P index was up slightly. Global stock index, ACWI, that was up slightly. The, the I, I used TLT, a 20-year treasury uh, ETF to look at uh, bond markets. Um, that was slightly up. Uh, and the NASDAQ was... Um, was negative, you know, for the last five days, right? And um, what what that really means is a, to a long-term investor, not much, but it just gives you insight into market psychology, um, you know, for a given week. And, and here's one of the cool parts, right? So, you know, whenever I am, whenever I build an investment uh, portfolio, 
you, you first look at the you know clients details financials and this is for myself too details financials financial plan goals right and then you 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 have a rough um asset allocation for you know where the money is going and what i mean by that is let's say you say okay my goal is to buy a home 12 months from now well that's a different you're not going to do you're not going to do a whole lot of stocks uh, or long-term bonds or crypto in that portfolio because that's a relatively short-term goal but if it's hey you know, I want to be financially independent by the time I'm 60. That's a longer term time frame, and you require different assets. So you start with the goal to kind of give you an idea of, uh, in the whole financial plan, to give you an idea of, you know, what the asset mix needs to be for the whole portfolio, and then you narrow in onto, okay, now what's my five year outlook? And I and I use five years because the the you know market the market is very short term. And when I say the market, that is the 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 short term traders, uh, retail and professional who were you know, focused on how do they make the most money this quarter, right? Or six months from now versus five years from now, because uh, a time frame of five months and six, you know, five five months and five years are going to put you in. Uh, if that's your time frame, you're going to have a a different type of investment sets based on what's going on in the short term versus the long term. So, looking at the short term data, even though I'm a long term investor, allows you to say, oh, okay, you know, if 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 I, if I'm bullish on growth stocks over the next five years, which I am, and they didn't do so well, you know, last week, that means cool. Let me go back and review some of the stocks that I wanted to buy that maybe I couldn't buy that may now be on sale, right? That's how I use short-term noise to impact the long-term investment portfolio. So let's get to some of the questions I got this week. Um, I was asked, Philip, why, you know, why is Bitcoin the future and not Dogecoin, for example? And so let's break it down. So Dogecoin is a coin that's going up a lot. Uh, Dogecoin uh, is a is a is is a cryptocurrency just like Bitcoin. But but what what you want to think about these cryptocurrencies uh, as is think of them. Uh, like the next generation of economic systems, right? So, uh, you know, years ago, you know, probably over a thousand years ago, the economic system was centered around religion, right? So religion, you know, they controlled the military. Uh, they were, they provided uh, you know, hospital services, education services. They were like the equivalent of what the government is today. That's what religions were for for people. And then governments came and then governments took over that role, uh, which which all those roles include, like includes money, right? What, what to do with your money? How do you, how do you, you know, who, who do you pay taxes to, right? T- you know, tithes was paid to religious organizations. Um, governments do taxes, right? Type, type of money we all agree on is set up. And so, you know, um, uh, the evolution of humanity is to more decentralized decentralization so religion was more centralized than governments governments were you know uh, were more decentralized than religious which is saying the same thing two different ways and so now you have technology right just like technology has made uh, us having relationships and doing business basically borderless right you can have a company with employees all over the world um, you don't have to live in a, in, in a country to employ people or sell to people. Uh, it's it's borderless, right? This is and, and, we're, and we're relatively new into this paradigm shift of technology. 
Um, but but now you have like monetary systems like money, like what what you choose to to store your value in. Um, cryptocurrencies are um, are are that they do a whole lot of other things, but when it comes to their function as a store of value, which which is Bitcoin is the is the eight hundred pound gorilla of and I'll and I'll go into Doge in a second. But when we're talking about you know this question, you know why Bitcoin as the future reserve asset versus Doge? We're talking about you know monetary systems, right? And so so if you if you understand that, okay, these are new monetary systems that if you choose to say, hey, I want to store my value in in in, in Bitcoin versus the dollar versus the yen versus the uh, Argent, you know, the Venezuelan Bolivar, right? Uh, a, you didn't have an option, which before we didn't have an option, you know, and 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 now you you want to think through. Um, since I do have an option, let me understand the rules around um, the protocol because that's what's going to attract the money. So you, you use the example of America, right? America became America um, because. Before America, there were all these kings, right? When George Washington and the, you know, the the U.S. rebels, you know, beat Britain, Great Britain, they were like, "Hey, um, uh, aren't you going to be king?" Like, you know, and he said, "No, nah, we're going to have a decentralized government to give the power to the people," right? Which is radical at the time, but uh, because one of the rules of money is money. Money likes to be free. It likes freer markets versus controlled by a few people. It likes transparency. It likes um, it likes you know uh, fairness and it likes uh, restraint, like the ability. It likes to be scarce, not not uh, a lot of it, right? And so if and so if you think if you think about money in that sense, you're like, yeah, that kind of makes sense, right? Because because you know m- money is people's energy. And and people want to be free, right? People want to be valued, right? When I say scarce, scarce means like unique, not a lot of. We we you know we like to be unique and important to people who are in our lives, who we devote our energy to, right? So, you know, it on that level, it's a bit it's a bit deep. But just if you if you say okay, these and 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 for now, just know these are the rules to money. Like money, if you look at history, always flows to areas that are. Uh, the economic systems that are that are fair, that are scarce, that are tr- more transparent, uh, that are as freer um, and 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 more decentralized, right? Those are the keys. So then you say, okay, cool. That's how America got a bunch of money from around the world. Now you look at these Bitcoin protocols and you say, all right, the protocols or like the rules of the software because they're just software. You know what are what are their rules around monetary policy, and you can look and see. And, and when you do that, you'll see, hands down, Bitcoin is the quote unquote America of cryptocurrencies, right? You and and, and you may have in the short term um, some cryptocurrencies that earn high returns. It's like there's countries over time that have been in the short term better economically than America, but over the long term, America won not because America was smarter than other countries. It was because we had a we had a better system and system better systems that respect the rules of money, uh, which is universal, right? What like principles and rules and the way you know the way things work in the universe, man cannot overturn, right? It's like trying to trying to move a tornado, right? Or trying to um, you know change the nature of 
rain or whatever. Like we, we can't, or gravity, right? We can't control gravity. We can observe it and we operate within the rules. Money's the same way. If you observe money and operate in the rules, then you have a better idea. Dogecoin, their monetary policy is like, is a joke. Go just, I'm not going to even just Google Dogecoin's protocol and monetary um, policy. It, It was a, it was a joke coin. Now, I think I said this before. I don't think Dogecoin is, is, is going anywhere, right? Just like, you know, if we if we go back to the example, you you know, religions then government now, uh, cryptocurrencies for organizing our monetary policy, right? There's lots of religions that you know never went away. Like as long as two pe- two people believe in a religion, it doesn't die. So as long as two people believe in a store of value, right, it 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 won't die. And there and and since since uh, I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast, since Doge is in basically an fu to the system. There'll always be people be people who um, say "fe" to the system, and so Doge will will be here. But that's why Bitcoin over Doge. The monetary policy is way better. Next question: um, Is Bitcoin backed by anything? Um, and let me give you the context of this question. I was talking to a family member of mine, and they were and they were they were saying, "Well, hey, you know, I'm just Bitcoin makes me nervous because it's not backed by anything." And I was like, "Well, what's what's the dollar backed by?" <laughs> and he said, "Well." It used to be backed by gold. And I was like, yeah, it used to, not anymore. So what is it backed by now? And he was like, well, faith. I was like, right. And I was like, now, now do you think, do you think like faith in the in the government is going up or down? He was like, down. I say, well, let me let me explain to you a concept that we all learned about that we think is normal, but it's actually theft, you know, and, until you think about it. So I say, think about inflation. Inflation is the basically the government saying, we're gonna take a little bit of your store value every single year because People think with inflation, it's the cost of living going up. No, it's actually like the value of our money going down, right? There, in which which governments, every government that's had money has devalued their currency to zero or really, really low over time, like every government, because they need more money to pay for wars or whatever. And so inflation is just the government making the money a little bit cheaper. If you if you want to do a, a thought experiment or a research experiment, Look at like look at what a shirt cost in gold a thousand years ago, or a house cost in gold a thousand years ago, and then and then you go back and then you you look at the price of those um, you know a house or a shirt priced in gold today, because um, if you use gold as a conversion met- metric, which gold is scarce and it's held its value for thousands of years, then you'll see that oh okay these things stay the same. Like what what actually happens is when you have governments that issue their 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 paper money their fiat money backed by nothing in order for them to grow right they can charge more taxes but they can also make the they can print more money which makes the money in circulation less valuable because there's more of it and make the value of your money go going go go down um which means it takes more dollars to buy uh, to, to buy more stuff right it's like in it's like in germany whenever they printed so much money why you had to have wheelbarrows of money just to buy bread because the money became worthless, right? But we, but we don't notice it because it's subtle and it's little by little, and it's been picking up aggressively recently. But you want to understand, okay? So the money that we have is toxic; it, it's dying and becoming less valuable uh, over time. It's not backed by anything. Um, it's definitely not a free market because the market is manipulated and printed. You know, by like what I just mentioned, um, it's no longer becoming scarce, so it's breaking some of these rules. And it's not transparent. Like we don't get a say in the decision making process of them expanding more money. 
Um, we don't even know how to, you know, we don't even get to see behind the scenes of what they do. We don't get to opt in or opt out of hold, you know, well, before Bitcoin, we didn't, but, um, uh, you know, we, we just, you know, it, it breaks all the rules of, um, of money in the economic system currently. And so you say, okay, I studied the rules, Philip is right, it's breaking the rules. And, um, and so now, and, and, and so if you, if you understand the answer to my first question about money flowing to where it's treated the best, then you understand, oh, okay, right? Money flows to a system because money is just energy, right? Money is just energy. It's not a thing. And in prison, people, you know, they use cigarettes as a currency, right? Uh, in, in places where they don't, you know, where they don't have gold or, or physical currency, they use other objects to, to, uh, to trade, other scarce objects to trade value, right? We've traded value and uh, uh, ascribed value to different things over time. But, but what money basically is, is energy. And if you want to go deeper into that, I wrote a LinkedIn blog post on it recently. Um, but um, so it doesn't have to be, you know, backed by anything if it has those principles, right? Gold, what is gold backed by, right? Even when, you know, so if you say, oh, dollars backed by gold, okay, what is gold backed by? I mean, it's, it's just, it's just, it's the scarcest element on the planet. It has scarcity. It can't be manipulated. It's transparent, right? Gold, gold is gold. Um, you know, uh, it can't be manipulated by man. Man can't create more like real gold that was created by, um, you know, thousands of years ago by our creator. However, that happens. I'm not a science person. And so gold has those principles. Uh, Bitcoin on the Internet with the way it was created uh, has those principles and those principles are written into the monetary uh, policy. So um, so, you know, it doesn't matter that Bitcoin is not backed by anything money flows to uh, the laws of the universe and Bitcoin observes those laws. Last question. What are some of the stocks you like at the moment, Philip? So a few of the stocks that I like, and these are ones that, that, that I own and we own in one of the Stonehill Wealth Management uh, Managed Account Strategies uh, uh, that we use for high net worth, high income clients is um, I like Peloton, right? So, um, Think of Peloton doing to gyms what Netflix is currently doing to movie theaters and the movie industry. Because uh, I'm a Peloton owner, um, and it, you know, once you do it, you're like, ah, oh, I mean, I need to go to the gym. I can just knock this workout in now. Uh, and 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 just like Amazon, like Amazon started with books and they start selling everything. Right there, Peloton is just starting with the bike. They're going to roll out more things, more classes. What's the the community, the network? Uh, strong. I love the people that I know now that are on Peloton. Um, I can see in the future, this, I haven't read anything about it, but I can see in the future Peloton increasing its uh, revenue by increasing its membership uh, level by having different special classes or you can do like scenic rides, right? So you can, you know, you can get better scenic rides if you pay a different tier of membership, kind of like the cable model, right? You get these, you know, you get these channels if you pay more, right? But that, but in that sense, Peloton has started. People think that because the pandemic is over, people are going to start, start buying Peloton. And what it is, is the people who own Peloton, like me and others, we're like, not only are we not going back to the gym, we're still telling our friends about it and they're getting involved and they and, and they like it. And it kind of trickles um, through the network. So Peloton's a big one. I've told you guys in the past about Square, you know, um, which we own and why I like Square. 
Tesla, you, you uh, told you about that one. Um, Amazon, Facebook, of course. Um, um, you know, but I also like uh, Etsy. Etsy is a um, uh, online retail shop, but you could think of it, you know, so, so you know, Walmart killed malls uh, and retail stores, but Etsy is kind of like an online flea market where we, you know, we would go and buy shirts and trinkets customized from the people that we knew in the community. Um, that's what Etsy is online and where it's a differentiator and why it's growing uh, despite Amazon. Um, uh, I like Zoom. Like Zoom is how I'm recording this podcast. Zoom is going to, I believe, continue to be needed and expand their services because, again, even as things open up, people are going to be smarter about how they use their time. I'm, I'm not, I'm probably not driving to, you know, an hour to visit a potential new client that that has, you know, not that much money to invest at the moment. We can do that via Zoom, right? But if it's a client that says, hey, potential client that has $2 million, you know, dollars, right, that they can potentially invest to get started um, for a new relationship, uh, you know, then, hey, you know, that's a, that's a different commitment um, that I'll commit the time, which is money uh, and, and resources, gas, to do, but if you don't have to do it and you can do it via Zoom, right? And the world's used to Zoom, like people will keep using Zoom. Um, um, let's see, I like PayPal for the same reason I like Square. Uh, Coinbase, Coinbase is one of my favorite. Right, Coinbase is one of the areas where, you know, if you, if, if you know how I feel about Bitcoin being the dominant part of my portfolio, but even if you're like, hey, but we know these other, you know, cryptos are being bought um, uh, from people. Coinbase is like the 800-pound gorilla in that space. And whatever, they, they sell it all. And so Coinbase is one where you can say, well, I may not want to own these coins. I don't understand them yet, but I want to participate in the upside as people begin to own them. Like Coinbase is a good way to, um, to do that, right? And I think it's, I think all those stocks, that I mentioned are pretty undervalued, but Coinbase is really undervalued. So uh, that's the show today. Give me give me your feedback on on the on 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 this format. Shoot me an email at uh, philip at philipwashingtonjr.com, right? Or um, follow you know hit me up on Twitter. Let me know your thoughts. It's uh, ask underscore philip on Twitter. But yeah, let me know you about the, the format. It's going to be daily, and I just want to hear y'all's thoughts. Thanks. Have a good one. One of the biggest planning challenges I see for individuals that work at publicly traded companies are planning around their stock base or equity base compensation. They get stock options, restricted stock, employee stock purchase plans that can majorly affect uh, their tax situation and their balance sheet over time. And the decision making process around what you do with your stock base compensation can significantly impact your net worth in a positive or, or even a negative way, way over the long term. And so what I offer to potential new clients is to review your stock-based compensation plan and give my opinion on what you should do, what you should think about, how to put together a strategy around that. It's something that I do on an ongoing basis with existing clients, but I'll offer a no-cost no obligation, one-time consultation on your stock-based compensation plan for anybody who's interested. 
to sign up for a time, go to my website, stonehillwealthmanagement.com and book a free investment, no cost, no obligation review. Stonehillwealthmanagement.com. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk. That's stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.